Hello and welcome to episode 84 of the Vegan Business Tribe podcast with myself, David Pennell, co-founder of Vegan Business Tribe. And if you have a vegan business or you're just thinking about starting one, then Vegan Business Tribe is here to support you and to inspire you, not just to build a vegan business, but to build a successful vegan business. And today we're talking about how to build your network and expand your contact base. And it can take a long while to realize how important developing a network of contacts is when building a business. And in fact, the reason that successful entrepreneurs build their second business faster than they built their first, it's not just down to experience, but because of a network of contacts that they have already built up. But that network, it doesn't just build itself and it doesn't happen by accident. There are things that you need to make sure you are doing to actively get to know the people who are going to play a big part in your business journey. So we're going to be going into all of those in this session. Just before we start, though, don't think I'm going to let you get away without a quick mention of our membership site over on veganbusinesstribe.com. And I know, I know, I go on about this every single week, but this podcast, it's only a small part of everything that we do at Vegan Business Tribe. And I just want to make sure that you're not missing out. So if you are looking for help and support with a vegan business, and maybe you just want to meet other people who are building a vegan business just like you, or maybe you need help with your marketing and you want to study our vegan business marketing course, or maybe you just want to ask myself and Lisa a question directly in our community hub. If you have a vegan business, then we are here to champion you and support what you're doing, no matter what stage your vegan business is at. From just an idea that you're trying out at local markets to just having signed your third supermarket deal. I don't care. I want you to come and connect with us. But secondly, it's also our membership site, which funds vegan business tribe. So if you enjoy this podcast, but you haven't signed up with us yet as a member, then head over to the website at veganbusinesstribe.com, click on the join button on the homepage, and that's where you'll find out everything that you get when you become a member. And if you're already a member, and I know a lot of our listeners are members who listen every single week, then thank you. We genuinely could not do this without you. Okay, so you might have heard me say before that it's far easier in business when you surround yourself with people who are on the same journey that you are. And whenever I've interviewed founders of successful vegan businesses, quite often 
There's a point in their story where they talk about a chance meeting or being introduced to somebody who then went on to play a big part in their business journey. And it might have been somebody who introduced them to an investor, or it might have been somebody who brought an opportunity, or even somebody who became a mentor to them. And at Vegan Business Tribe, a big part of what we do is connecting people together who are on the same mission. And through Vegan Business Tribe, people have met investors, new business partners, mentors and collaborators, because no business works in isolation, and especially not in the vegan sector. Now, you don't just sit locked away in your office, just selling things to your customers. Or rather, if you do, then your company is not going to really grow that quickly. You need to be out there, linking up with people in your industry who are going to help you along your journey. And in any other industry, Linking up with people, it can be really hard work. Beneficial new connections, they're hard won. And other people will always view suggestions of collaborating with a little bit of suspicion. They'll try to work out what's in it for them first. And in some sectors, companies are very protective of the opportunities that they come across because they want to maintain an advantage over everybody else and stop other companies from taking the same path that they're taking. However, you're not in these other industries. You are operating in the vegan sector, even if your company doesn't overtly shout about its veganism. If you are vegan yourself and you are trying to bring about a vegan world, then other vegan companies will usually want you to succeed, even if you could be considered a direct competitor, because they want the same thing that you want. They probably started their vegan business to bring about the same change in the world that you're trying to bring about. As an example, our vegan business tribe members, Henry and Henry, who you may have heard me mention before because I know they listen to every episode and I love to give them a shout out. But they recently got interviewed on Chef AJ's podcast. And Chef AJ, she's a vegan chef who talks mainly about weight loss on a vegan diet. She's got her own TV series and a couple of hundred thousand followers across social media and YouTube. So when she interviewed Annette and Graham Henry as guests, talking about how they help people overcome health problems with a plant-based diet, they found themselves introduced to a huge new audience and they got a spike in people signing up to their own membership website. And how did they get that opportunity? Well, they got it from somebody at another organization who Chef AJ had interviewed about the health benefits of going whole food plant-based. And that person recommended that she interview Henry and Henry next. Now, believe me, 
Chef AJ will get a constant stream of people pitching themselves as guests for her podcast and YouTube videos. And if Annette and Graham Henry had just pitched themselves directly, then they probably might not have even gotten a response. But because they've spent the last year connecting with people and companies who are on the same mission that they are, one of those people then brought them a brilliant opportunity that they wouldn't have got any other way. And the important thing is that they didn't have to be connected directly with Chef AJ to get that opportunity. They simply built a relationship with other people in their industry and they benefited from the connections that those people already had. And we see the same at our Vegan Business Tribe member networking meetups. We might have 20 or 25 vegan businesses on a Zoom session, but between us all, you're probably only one step away from anybody in the vegan sector. And that's how network building works. Every new person you meet comes with their own network of hundreds of other people that they're already connected with and have already got that relationship with. And your dream contact may be amongst those people. So the more people you know who align with your mission and the more people you build meaningful relationships with in your sector, then the more exponentially your access to potential opportunities grows too. But these connections, they're never going to just come and knock on your door while you're sat at your desk. Sometimes you're going to have to give fate a helping hand. Networking and relationship building, it's a key part of growing your business. And you should have a strategy in place to actively increase the number of people that you know in your sector. And there are whole industries that have grown to connect business people together. Vegan Business Tribe is a network of lots of vegan businesses and it should be the first place you go if you're wanting to meet other vegan business owners. But other networks like Beyond Animal and Vevolution, they also offer different kinds of networking events and meetups. And Lisa and myself, we actually go to other online vegan business networking events to meet other people who are on the same mission that we are. The pandemic, it made the world a smaller place. It brought us together online in ways that only early adopters were using before. Meeting on Zoom, it's become natural and it means that you can link up with people across the globe. We had a Vegan Business Tribe networking meetup with our members last week and we had vegan businesses from nine different countries on that Zoom session. Absolutely amazing. But in the same way, you should start to think global about your connections too. We're really fortunate here in the UK that the vegan sector, it's a bit further along than a lot of places in the world. And that's mainly because we've got amazing organisations like the Vegan Society who have been campaigning and just been so active for so many years. So 
If you're outside of the UK, then start connecting with vegan businesses and organisations who are within the UK so that you can start benefiting from their extra experience. And if you are in the UK yourself, then open your eyes to the opportunities around the world. Australia has real legal momentum at the moment, with the Animal Justice Party getting their first MPs into the Australian Parliament. Many African countries are starting to explore veganism with companies like Veganic Food in Zambia, not just providing food to their own domestic markets, but also campaigning to educate more Africans about veganism. China is one of the biggest consumers of plant-based leathers. And in the United States, the vegan entertainment industry, it is starting to gain a foothold with the biggest vegan TV shows, documentaries and even podcasts all coming out of the US right now. And you, no matter where you are in the world, can be part of all of this. The reason that I am kept so up to date with what's happening in the vegan sector is not because I'm some all-seeing vegan guru. It's because I am always talking to our vegan business tribe members and they keep me constantly updated with what's happening in the vegan business scene around the world. So, If you are looking to make connections, then start thinking beyond just your local geographical area. Henry and Henry, who we mentioned a moment ago, they're British expats living in Berlin, Germany. But Chef AJ, whose podcast they got onto, she works out of LA in California. So remember that in veganism, it's our ethics, not our geography, that brings us together. So let's take a look at some of the ways that you can actively work to increase your network and the number of people that you are meaningfully connected to. And first, and I know this sounds like I'm spamming you now, but if you're not a member of Vegan Business Tribe yet, then genuinely come and get involved with us. Our networking meetups and our community hub, that was designed to give you access to some amazing vegan businesses who are on the same mission that you are. It's why we built Vegan Business Tribe, to bring vegan businesses together. The next great place to meet other people who are moving the vegan cause forwards is actually LinkedIn. And now you might roll your eyes and you might say that you don't do LinkedIn, but I kind of don't care because if you're building a vegan business, you should be on there. There are groups just for vegan professionals, full of people who are trying to bring around the same change in the world that you are. And the great thing is they're all linked to each other. Just spend a little bit of time connecting with and engaging other vegan business owners on LinkedIn. And before you know it, you will only be a step away from pretty much everybody in the vegan sector. Go take a look at the CEO of your favorite vegan brand and you'll likely already have a dozen or more shared connections. 
And don't just jump on LinkedIn and start spam connecting with hundreds of new people. It's not a game to see how many people you can connect with. Actually start a conversation with your new connection. So every new connection that you get, send them a short message to find out more about them and see if you've got any synergy. Put a day or afternoon aside once a week and set up a Calendly link so people can book Zoom calls with you on that day. And send that link to anybody that you get into a conversation with on LinkedIn that you think you've got some synergy with. But don't try and sell to these people. That's just not our focus here. But also, don't offer appointments to people who are obviously trying to sell to you either. Use this to build up connections with people who are working towards the same goal that you are. And if you don't really understand LinkedIn, then jump right back to episode 11 of this podcast, where I explain how to use LinkedIn to connect with your dream vegan connections and how you can use things like special emojis and symbols in your name so that other vegan professionals can find you too. There are a few tips to take away from that. So go listen to that episode. But networking It doesn't have to just be virtual. It's just that online networking has really supercharged getting to know new people. And if we're being honest, we quite like being able to network when we know people can't see what we're wearing from the waist down. And no, I'm not going to tell you what I'm wearing while I'm recording this podcast. I'm in a full three-piece suit, believe me. But before the pandemic, the biggest way to meet other businesses was by joining your local business networking groups. And if you're not specifically selling to vegan businesses or vegan consumers, then these kind of local groups, they might still be useful to you. Your local chamber of commerce may have their own group or most towns and cities have somebody running a paid business networking group that you can belong to. Just Google the name of where you live, followed by networking group, and you'll see what's in your area. And most of these kind of groups, they will let you attend a couple of meetings to try them out before they ask you to sign up and join. And you should do just that. From my own experience, different networking groups have a completely different feel to them. And you should try out a few different ones to see which are a fit for you. Some networking groups are ultra structured and they require you to be there each and every week. Others, they're more flexible and relaxed or might offer pay-as-you-go networking or only run a couple of times a year. I was a member of an early morning business referral group that met at 7am in the morning and you needed to attend every single week else you got kicked out. Does that seem a bit extreme? I guess so. But that group provided 50% of all my new customers for several years. You can also use websites like Eventbrite to search for business events in your area where you'll be able to meet other local companies. In fact, you might be surprised at the number of business events that you can attend that are within driving distance of where you live. 
But again, when you belong to a business networking group that is based on location, remember that the whole reason that group of businesses have come together is because that's the geographical area that they operate in. Those businesses, they won't share the same ethics as you. They won't be as motivated to help you succeed either because they just don't share your same mission. But if you're not just selling to vegans, then you can still make some extremely good connections and discover exciting local collaborating opportunities by getting to know other businesses in your area. And if you don't have any local networking groups, then set up your own event and invite the local businesses down. For many years, I lived and worked in a small stone-built village in the foothills of the Yorkshire Pennines. And I organised a networking event in the village hall for other businesses in that village. And we got, I think it was more than 50 people, book onto it. So if you also operate in a remote, sleepy area yourself, then you might actually be surprised at what other businesses there are in the area. But at the moment, they might just not have a way to connect. If you belong to an industry body or organisation, then keep an eye on what events and conferences they run to. And you might think that it's just going to be a waste of time hanging out with other people in the same industry as you. After all, they're your competitors. But you're not just expanding your network to find more customers. You might find people who can share advice on how they grew a similar business or even who are happy to act as your mentor. And I was at the podcasting conference in London last month and I met some amazing new contacts and picked up tips from other podcasters. But there are now also vegan conferences that you can go to. Come join us at Vegan Business Tribe Live in November if you're in the UK or Plant Powered World Expo. That's now in both New York and London. You can go visit Vegan Fest, which is one of the world's biggest vegan festivals. And that's in Tel Aviv with speakers and industry experts from around the world. Vegan Life Live, VegFest UK in London. Go to these events. Listen to the speakers and link up with those speakers afterwards because somebody is far more likely to accept a LinkedIn request from you if it comes with a message saying how much you just enjoyed their presentation. Events like VegFest UK, where you can also book a stand, they are crucial places to get visibility. It's not just the general public who go to these events. The buyers from supermarkets, retailers and wholesalers, they're there too, having a good look around. And it's where people like Naked Bars first got their big breaks. And getting to know the people at other vegan companies who have already got deals with wholesalers and retailers, that will put you in very good company to do the same. 
You might also want to look for non-business events and groups to get involved with. Some people have got a really active community around their religion or culture where they can develop relationships with people who have got similar backgrounds and life experiences. And a percentage of those people will either be in business themselves or they'll have friends and family who might be good contacts for you and already share a natural affinity. I mean, I even joined many, many years ago my local squash club and I am terrible at squash. Please don't challenge me to a game if you hear this. I do not have a physically competitive bone in my body. But it was where all the local business people hung out and the squash club bar, it was just a great place to pick up new contacts. If your vegan company leads with a vegan message, then consider getting involved with your local activism groups. Just like our members at Vegan Business Tribe, those people in the activist community, they will appreciate that you run a vegan business and they may quite easily become your champions for it. So go visit your local vegan cafe, which is always a good hub for knowing what's going on in your area. Get to know the owners and find out what groups they know so you can get involved in your local vegan community. Our local vegan cafe even ran a book club that you could go to once a month to meet other vegans in your area. And then finally, if you are really struggling to find somewhere to meet the kinds of people that you really need to meet for your business, if you just can't find a group that's got the right kind of people and contacts in it, then create your own. If your niche is so niched that nobody else has thought to make a group for it, then make one yourself. A vegan baker's support group, a vegan personal trainer's group, even a vegan finance group. Heck, I'll even help you set these up or plan an online summit like we saw with Vegan Interior Design Week to attract people to you from all over the world who share your mission. And the last thing to remember is that building up your contacts and building up your network, it's not instant. It takes time. People don't just become your best friends and open up their contact book to you the second you get introduced, even if you're both vegan. These people need to get to know you and you need to get to know them. You probably need to have a number of meaningful conversations with them and maybe even work together a couple of times to work out what kind of synergy you have. It might be that you get to know somebody and they come across an opportunity that makes them think of you several months down the line. And it might be that somebody will respond in kind once you've been able to help them. Remember, you can get everything you want in the world if you help others get what they want too. But the most important thing is that you actually 
have to decide to do this. Your contacts book, it's not just going to fill up on its own. And I've spoken to successful vegan entrepreneurs and they will tell me about the months and sometimes even years that they spent constantly setting up calls, meetings and Zoom sessions with people that at the time, well, they just seemed like a waste of time. But slowly and surely, some of those conversations turned into opportunities. And often, several months after the event, they made those opportunities happen. So don't think you are doing this all on your own. There are lots of people out there who want your vegan business to succeed. Whether you're a local vegan cafe or a global campaigning organisation, Increasing the people in your network who you know, who you've got synergy with and who align with your mission will help you achieve that mission quicker. Okay, so as always, this has been a really interesting topic to go into. So let's just round up with a bullet point reminder list of how to build your network and expand your contacts. Number one. It is far easier to build a business when you surround yourself with people who are on the same mission that you are. In almost every successful entrepreneur's story, there is a point where they talk about a chance encounter or being introduced to somebody who then went on to play a big part in their business journey. You need to go out there and make these encounters happen. Two. In most industries, people view suggestions of collaboration with suspicion, trying to work out what's in it for them first. But in the vegan sector, even if somebody could be considered a direct competitor, then they'll probably be happy to link up and explore what synergy you have. Three. The pandemic made the world smaller. It brought us all together online. So use Zoom or Teams to link up with people across the globe and explore the opportunities that are growing for vegan companies around the world. Four, regardless of your views on LinkedIn, you need to be on there. There are so many vegan business people on LinkedIn right now and Everybody is connected with each other. It won't take long to find that you're only a few connections away from some of the biggest vegan entrepreneurs and business people in the world. But don't just connect and forget with people. Start conversations with the people that you link up with and set up calls and Zoom meetings to see what synergy you have. Five. Networking, it doesn't have to be just virtual. Every local town or city has a local business networking group. Or you can use sites like Eventbrite to find business events in your area. Also see what conferences and events your industry body runs in the real world too. Six. Go to the big events like VegFest UK and Plant Powered World Expo in New York and London or Vegan Fest in Tel Aviv, where you will meet the other movers and shakers in the vegan movement. 
Even consider taking a stand at these events to give your company maximum visibility and to attract people who might want to know more about what you do. Seven, you might also take a look at what non-business networks are open to you, such as groups based around your culture or life experiences and religion, to meet people who you have a natural affinity with. Some of them will have their own business or will know others who have. And you might even want to get involved with your local vegan activism group to find those who share your same vegan ethics. Eight, if you are really struggling to find a group that's got the sort of people that you're looking to connect with, then create your own. A vegan bakery owner's support group or a vegan personal trainer's networking group. That might be something that a lot of people would find useful. And nine, building contacts, it is not instant. You cannot expect somebody to just open up their contact book and start sharing opportunities with you the instant that you meet them. Explore working together. Get to know each other and try helping them out too. Because it might be several months down the line that making a new connection then results in an opportunity. And that is it. So, as I said earlier, genuinely, if you are looking to increase your network and you're not yet a member of Vegan Business Tribe, then come and get involved with us. Our members, they want your vegan business to succeed because you are on the same mission that they are. That mission to create a world where animals are not throwaway commodities, a world where sentient beings are not being killed and consumed. Because why should we have to have a label as vegan businesses? Surely it should be the companies that do cause harm to animals that have to carry a warning. And it does not matter what stage your vegan business is at or where you are in the world. You will get so much value from being part of our amazing vegan business community. So, just go take a look at the website at veganbusinesstribe.com and click on that join button on the homepage. I guarantee you won't regret it. So thank you so much for giving up your time to listen. We really couldn't build Vegan Business Tribe without our members and our listeners. And Lisa and I, we're going to be at a number of vegan events around the UK over the next couple of months, including Vegan Camp Out here in the UK. So if you see us in our Vegan Business Tribe t-shirts and hoodies, Please do stop us and let me know you're a listener. And if I've got the microphone on me, you might even get onto the podcast. So thank you so much for listening. And I will see you on the next one. <laughs>